Thanks for tuning in today to localjobnetwork.com radio, where you can find all of your favorite employment-related shows. My name is Katie Chesney, and on Employment Notebook, we provide advice and insight into different strategies for succeeding in the workplace. And today we're talking about what happens after retirement. And one of the things that can happen after retirement is called an encore career. And joining us today to talk about this and to share her personal story is Judy Nelson. And she is a certified professional coach. And you can find her at coachjudynelson.com. So thanks for joining our show today, Judy. Thank you so much for having me. This This is exciting. Well, we're excited to have you. And just to get us started here, could you share your background with us and kind of what happened when you made the choice to retire before you started down your path of your Encore career? I'd be glad to. I've had a long career as a CEO of nonprofit organizations, mostly serving seriously abused children mm-hmm. in residential settings. And I was a, trained as a lawyer and a social worker mm-hmm. before I became a CEO. So I've had a long career helping kids in the nonprofit world. Why did you decide to retire from that career? Well, Katie, that's a great question because I didn't decide in a sense. I decided to work forever. I loved my job. Mm -hmm. It was very stressful. It was very, very difficult job because the kids were very, very seriously abused and and in need of great care. So I was going to work forever. And one morning I got to my car and put my hand on the door and I thought, I can't do this anymore because I faced a three-hour commute every day back mm-hmm. and forth to work. And I, I just I got in the car and I went to work and I announced my retirement. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and didn't plan to. <laughs> I was just done. I was, the stress was just too much. Mm-hmm. Now, after you retired, uh, what was that kind of like for you? Did you just kind of bask in the feeling of having to not go to work? Or did you, you know, I've heard a lot of people say that after they retire, they get bored after a while. Well, I get bored easily in the first place. Mm-hmm. But the first response was the enormous relief from the stress of caring for seriously abused children. It was a burden that I carried heavily. And I think anybody who's responsible for those kids does. The first part was relief. And then, okay, now what? Mm Because I hadn't done any planning, which is not what I advise other people to do. Kind of glorying in the idea that I didn't have to get up at a certain time. I didn't have to be anywhere. I really kind of played for a month after Mm -hmm. I retired. It's really fun. This is how I kind of found you. You had an article titled, How I Found My Encore Career and Why You Should. And that was sent to me by one of my previous guests. And I was just wondering... Why did you call it an encore career, and how did you kind of come about finding this for yourself? Well, it was sort of an interesting process, and I, I didn't do it very deliberately, but I, you know, an addict for new knowledge, for mm-hmm. anything new, for exciting ideas. The internet to me is an absolute gift, and I did searching every day for some of the things that interested me and kept kind of looking for things I never had time to look for, and then I began realizing that my pattern of looking kept coming back to leadership, mm-hmm. to what I'd learned as a leader, how I could help other people with that. And I started running across a couple of things, one of which was executive coaching. And I had had my own coach for all of my career. I just did, we didn't call them coaches in, in years ago. We called, you know, they were usually HR professionals mm-hmm. or consultants. But I always had someone that I could call on a regular basis who would give me direct, honest feedback, and it was priceless. Mm -hmm. So I 
began pursuing the idea of coaching, that maybe that was something I could do. The Encore career, those words really didn't come up until I got further into what people did after they retire. Mm -hmm. Then I saw that that's a pretty common expression now. And I think it's probably only the last two or three years that Encore career has become sort of a, a new field, if you will. Okay. Now, do you have any suggestions for any others out there who are kind of bored with retirement or just not happy with it, and they want to find something meaningful to do as far as having an encore career? Well, I think, you know, the the bottom line is to start to explore what do you love to do? What are you passionate about? Mm -hmm. And maybe it has nothing to do with your old career, or maybe it's related, but to give yourself the time to really check out anything you've ever, ever wanted to do. Mm-hmm. There are so many opportunities in the world we're living in that when you're working full-time, you have time to look at. If somebody is retired, mm-hmm. here's a chance to really spend some time looking at that. But my, my first suggestion is don't wait till you retire. Okay. I wish I had started exploring options five years before I retired. For people who are kind of just, you know, going to be starting this exploring you mentioned that it doesn't have to be in your current career, but what about those people who just don't know what they're passionate about? Would you just recommend just going out there and just trying a little bit of everything to see if that's what works for you? In some ways, I think that that's probably a good idea for some people that, you know, if you've been always interested in art all your life, but you've been in a science job, mm-hmm. maybe spend some time exploring what kinds of options are out there for art. You don't have to be a great artist. But maybe they can use some of your skills in helping a nonprofit or a for science group, you know, promote their services. Mm-hmm. There's so much out there that I just think it's really dangerous, not dangerous, but unfortunate that people limit themselves to what they think they know versus what they care about. Sometimes volunteering is an encore career for people. It doesn't have to be a paid job. Mm-hmm. It may be just following your passion and finding a place where you can exhibit that. Now, given your experience, do you feel that there are any particular industries or areas of expertise that individuals who are, you know, just retired or thinking about retiring, they might want to focus on when they're looking for this encore career? I know you had mentioned, um, you know, art, um, maybe science, or just kind of applying those in different ways. I have a bias at having worked in the nonprofit world for so long. Nonprofits really need people with talent, mm-hmm. people with passion. And there are so many nonprofits who need volunteers. And very often, volunteers at a nonprofit can work themselves into a job in that organization or another one after they've gotten their foot in the door of learning what the issues are and what, what really appeals to what they love to do. Mm-hmm. That's a great place to start to explore your interest and try something new. If you love art, you know, trying to volunteer at a museum, mm-hmm. some way connected to explore your interests in a new kind of way. Now, what do you do in your encore career? You know, we mentioned a little bit that you are a certified professional coach, but what does that look like for you? Well, it's one of the most fun things I've ever done, mm-hmm. and I've had a fabulous career, but I now have a job, if you will. I have my own business. I run it out of my home. Uh, my office, instead of a three-hour commute, it's three-minute commute from my bed to my chair. Mm-hmm. And it's absolutely delightful. I set my own hours. I work with um, clients mostly by phone all over the world. My latest client is in South, 
South Africa. Okay. We're clients in Hong Kong and England. And it is a job now that allows me to do the things that I love to do and to delegate or find others to help me do the things I don't like to do. I don't like to do paperwork. Mm -hmm. So I have a fabulous assistant. My assistant is virtual, meaning she lives in, I live in California. She lives in Florida Mm -hmm. and she does all of my, all of my assistant work by email through the web and by phone. Okay. Including fixing my computer when it goes wrong. Oh, nice. (laughs) Absolutely. It's wonderful. I've got the ideal. I do the things I love to do and have others help me do the things I don't like to do Mm -hmm. or I'm not that good at and it reduces stress to almost zero. Now, I'm just wondering, at its fundamental core, what should an encore career be about? Just from hearing you kind of talk about it, it should be really about something that you're, you find fun and delightful and that you're passionate about. Would you agree? I would agree more than I can tell you, and it should be about joy. Mm-hmm. It should be about finding the parts of you you've, you've never explored, mm-hmm. never had time to, and finding that place where, you know, at this time of our lives, in this, in this time in the world, I can have a career for the next 15 years mm-hmm. or 20 or, or more. I can't think that far. But there's no limits anymore to what you can do. And it's just the most exciting time to be alive I can imagine. Okay. The technology alone allows me to talk to somebody in Hong Kong as if they were in the next room. It's, it's just an astounding opportunity for an encore career. Mm-hmm. I can't imagine. I would have missed something had I been born 20 years earlier, I think. Now, what challenges did you face when you were starting your Encore career, and what did you kind of do to overcome them? It's another great question. There there are some that you don't anticipate. One is I never had to pay taxes directly. My taxes were always deducted Mm -hmm. from my paycheck, and so I, you know, it was just you never saw the money, therefore you didn't miss it as much. Okay. But as a consultant or as a business owner, you pay directly. So now you got to rethink about what your income is, what your expenses are. You have to anticipate more than I ever thought I had to do. Mm -hmm. One of the things I miss the absolute most is my IT director, the person who managed my computer technology. I used to be able to call somebody to do that. I did a seminar last weekend. Uh, my assistant used to help me make the copies and do the staple. I was doing that at midnight because I have to do that by myself. Mm-hmm. There's probably ways around that, but they're just things you don't anticipate. But you're so If you worked in an office, especially at a manager level, you're used to having some supports that are no longer there mm-hmm. if you're working at home and you have your own business. Real surprises. I would go back and triple hug my IT director. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I miss those folks more than I can tell you because it's really hard to do it by yourself, but mm-hmm. I've got some folks helping. This kind of brings me to my next question. If you had to do it all over again, would you choose this path and why? I would absolutely choose this path. Again, I've never had more fun. I've never had more opportunity to learn, to be creative. It gives me time with my family if I need to. My husband and I love to travel. If I want to travel, I go. Mm-hmm. And we've traveled all over the world in between my coaching. I've even coached on board a cruise ship. Oh, wow. The ability to do things now is almost limitless and it's getting better every day. So there's no way I wouldn't have chosen this again. And I hope to continue for a, a whole lot longer. And as long as I'm 
my clients continue to find help from me, there's no reason I can't. Mm-hmm. So, um, yes, I would choose this again in a heartbeat. Now, before we close things up today, I just wanted to ask you one final question. Mm-hmm. If you were in the shoes of an individual who was close to retirement or is retired and just kind of fresh at it, what would you wish someone would have told you way back in the beginning? Well, it's probably back to that business about look forward five years. Mm-hmm. Here's an interesting piece, Katie. I'm not sure I would have listened because I thought I would never retire. Mm-hmm. I really thought I would work till I dropped. I loved my job. I was good at it. I, I was good at raising money. I was great, you know, at providing services to help. I helped thousands of children indirectly over the years. But to stop and think, what if you decide not to uh, work forever? What if something happens that you can't work forever? Mm-hmm. Look further ahead than I did. I, I lost time because I didn't think ahead. It was a little scary. To all of a sudden one day say, you know, I'm not going to work anymore mm-hmm. <laughs> and not have a plan. And, you know, another really important piece is what an important part to have a supportive partner of some kind, whether it's a friend. Okay. In my case, my husband was incredible. The day I said I was going to retire, he went and bought me a new convertible. So, <laughs> <laughs> so I said, you know, when I retire means I don't have any revenue. Those go together. And he said, yeah, I know. I just want you to be happy. Oh, so that has been incredibly, it's a gorgeous convertible, by the way. (laughs) (laughs) It's been incredibly helpful to have important. I don't know if I could have done that without that support. Mm -hmm. And if I were alone, I probably could have done it, but it certainly would not have been as much fun or as as easy as, as it's been to have that kind of a wonderful, supportive spouse. And then with that final piece of advice, we will wrap up the show for today on Employment Notebook. So I just want to thank Judy for joining us and sharing her expert advice and her story. So thank you, Judy. We do appreciate it. Oh, Katie, it was great fun. Thank you very much. I'm honored to have been on your show. Now, if you do want to get in touch with Judy, please visit her website at coachjudynelson.com. And if you'd like to find more employment-related shows, head over to aljnradio.com. If you have any comments, questions, or suggestions for future shows, send me an email at ljnradio at localjobnetwork.com or send us a tweet at the LJN. And once again, I'm your host, Katie Chesney, and I wish you the best of luck with your career. 